Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have the amazing hard rock band out of New York City, Pansy, joining us in a moment. So we're going to bring guitarist Johnny Rocket, who is a phenomenal guitarist and one of the founding members of the band, on in a moment. So I always like to do a brief introduction to my show, and uh, Pansy's going to be in, uh, included tonight and in joining some other amazing bands that I have had the pleasure of interviewing, including Otherwise, Reigns, Candlelight Red, Eve to Adam, who I know they've played a show with, so we'll definitely talk about a little bit about that. Art of Dying, Craving Lucy, Ghosts of August, and the list goes on. So please check out the podcast for the show. Have some great bands and other artists that have joined me on my show. And if anyone can't tune into the live show, the podcast for Pansy's interview will be available after the show, so you can always download it, stream it, etc. So a little bit about my show, I really wanted to create a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to interview them and help support them and spread the word about them. A little bit about myself, I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology and I work full-time as a clinical psychologist, but my show is purely for entertainment purposes. It's uh, We're not doing formal therapy on the air. I do like to joke around about that a little bit because um, people always say that the entertainment industry uh, can use someone with my background. But one of the things I've really enjoyed doing is just interviewing people, and that comes along with my psychology background. And I also have a background in the entertainment industry uh, as a solo artist, um, singer-songwriter with an album out. And I also do some writing for some magazines where I actually combine psychology and uh, entertainment in marketing aspects, advertising to give people tips and ways to promote themselves. So if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And if you want to call in tonight, uh, the number is 805-243-1320. So the radio show has been going really well. I really appreciate all the support I have. And, again, it's just a pleasure and honor to support all these amazing artists, uh, filmmakers I've had on my show, authors. Um, the list goes on and on and on. Long day, and uh, I work in corrections, so it's been a very long day. Okay, so I'm sure you're going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in their profession. I do ask that people just, uh, if you want to tell any humiliating or embarrassing stories, again, huge fan of comedy, big Howard Stern fan, uh, just keep any specific names or identifying information anonymous because I don't want to personally embarrass anyone on the show. And, all right, let's get into introducing Pansy. These guys are awesome. Definitely have this really gritty, edgy sound. Uh, all their music's extremely catchy, though, too. Very commercial in terms of, it has a lot of qualities I hear from. Um, haven't heard a lot of these bands, but I definitely can hear some of the Motorhead in them, um, also the Ramones, but they're definitely bringing back some rock that hasn't been around for a while. So these guys are definitely a band to go see and be on the lookout for. These guys have played to packed audiences in New York City hotspots, such as the Gramercy Theater, Bowery Ballroom, Mercury Lounge, and Bowery Electric. Um, they also are on a tour right now, and please definitely pick up a copy of their album. It's awesome. It is titled Love and Blood. We're going to get into that tonight. We're going to play a couple of tracks off the album, and I'll share a little bit later in the show some of the tracks that I personally liked on it. So for more information, check these guys out. Go to pansy.com, and that is spelled P-A-N-Z-I-E. 
Okay, so let's bring on Johnny Rocket. I love his name. Got to ask him about his name. How are you? I actually hey, have Johnny. a surprise for you, Carrie. I <laughs> actually ahead. have a surprise for you. I actually have DC Gonzalez on the line as well. So you have both guitar oh, players. Play awesome. Awesome. Welcome, DC Hi, and Johnny. Carrie. How are you? Good. How are you? Okay. Fantastic. Cool. Thank you for having yeah, us on. We had a very good uh, weekend uh, that just passed uh, for us, uh, pretty successful. Very cool. Where were you guys playing this weekend? Um, go ahead, Dave. I'll let you uh, go on with that. Okay, well, okay. we started We started by um, playing a show locally um, at a place we hang out at a lot called uh, Hotel Chantel, which um, our singer, Johnny Hawaiian, actually um, hosts a party there every Thursday night. And... Uh, so, you know, it was kind of a last-minute thing, but it was uh, actually a fantastic show. We had a great turnout, and uh, we followed that up by playing the Boneyard in Atlantic City on cool. Saturday night. Yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. We had uh, a lot of... Uh, it was our first time playing there, and it was such a big, a big welcome for us. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, really yeah, it was cool. a really good turnout. Very cool. So are you guys on tour right now? Um, we're sort of doing mini tours here and there. You okay. know, we're doing it we're doing it sort of DIY and it's a WIP as well. Uh, you know, we manage ourselves, uh, Okay. We, we book ourselves, we we, you know, tour manage ourselves. So um you know, it's 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 getting there. The, the the momentum is definitely building from us uh, going around the, the region. You know, not just New York City, which is where we love and where we come from and stuff like that. But you know, we, we find that when we play outside of New York City, it's 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 amazing. You know, the the response to us is such a great response. I mean, we played one place once, and then the second time we come around, we're just like, well, who are all these people? You know, so it's it's slowly but surely uh, picking up momentum, and lucky 2013 is uh, pansy years. That's Harry, awesome. we love we love flattering we love flattering ourselves. We we we, we <laughs> like calling it a tour, but it's it's really more like random dates. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, well, no, scattered, I know that when, when I was going back and forth with Johnny through emails and we were setting up the interview, I wasn't sure like how in depth in the tour you guys were, like you said, I didn't know if it was a do-it-yourself thing or if you guys were really on some hardcore month-long tour of every night you're playing a show. So, okay, that explains it. That definitely explains it. Let's talk a little bit about, because I think this this would be a good time. We'll jump around a little bit. I have kind of my own little interview, but it's it's fine to kind of free associate and go wherever you guys want to go. So in terms of doing it yourself, just because, you know, bands today, everyone always wants to try to, you know, get the manager and get the label and let's, Talk a little bit about what is your personal impression of that? Because my understanding is the industry has changed dramatically, you know, with the launch of the Internet and iTunes and all this other stuff that we didn't have maybe 10 to 15 years ago when uh, labels did have the money, you know, and and the the marketing ability to really bring a band on and and push them. So what's your impression? Do you guys want to move towards the label or do you want to try to just do it yourself as long as you can? Well, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough question because you know sometimes I find myself saying, "Gosh, I wish I could just play, you know, and pay somebody else to do all the marketing I do for the band, right? And do all the do all the internet stuff and do all the social networking." And I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, we delegate what we do in the band, so you know, 
We have DC who who takes care of, you know, the business aspect of it, the money aspect of it. And I'm sure he's the one that just wants to say, hey, I just want to play already. Right. But at the same time, for us to do that, we have to pay people to do that. Right. You know, and and nowadays, the way the music industry is, I mean, you sort of, I was a a guitar tech for 10 years, and I found myself wearing, I was, uh, yeah, pro guitar Mm -hmm. tech that toured around. I found myself wearing more than one hat in the music industry. You know, okay. I wasn't just a guitar tech. I was a stage manager, too. If I wasn't a stage manager, I was a drum tech, you know, and so on and so forth. So for a, musician, for a band like us, you know, just, I mean, we, you know, it's a startup. And, you know, thankfully we have, you know, a lot of angels that believe in us that helped us out, you know, with the album and coping with our stuff and, our, you know, our wives, our girlfriends. And, you know, it's just a lot of, it's, it's overwhelmingly... Warmful, for, warming to me when uh, when you have that kind of support, you know, and people believe in us and stuff like that. We have people saying that we're the second coming of Guns N' Roses, you know, right. and and that's pretty flattering. I don't know how to take that, and, and you know, I'm sure I could speak for DC as well, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, I I think for the 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 you know the way we feel about it at this point, only because we have self promoted and self managed ourselves mm-hmm. for almost five years now, is that wow. I think that we're at the point is that if we we could sign someone on to take on those responsibilities and, mm-hmm. and we could make it, you know, sort of profitable for us to do that, I think we would be happy to release the reins and, and let right. somebody else do it and, and focus more on, you know, what uh, Rocket was saying, which is just, Simply writing play, music, write songs, and I, like there's a point now where it's almost like we're 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 at this weird stage where we're not musicians anymore. We're like businessmen half the time, and then the right. other half the time we're we're musicians. And you know, obviously, we just want to play music and we want to write songs and we want to go out and perform on them. And I mean, but but the cool thing about that is is that you know because the music industry has changed and social networking and technology has changed, it's actually given us the ability to do something for ourselves that we probably couldn't do 15 years ago. Right. So, no, that's, so that's it's a great empowering. Point. It's really empowering, you know. That's um, a lot of grassroots yeah. that we're doing too, but, we, you know, grassroots nowadays for us isn't just, you know, the norm isn't just handing out flyers or making graphics and handing out flyers. It's right. making the graphics and making known everybody that's on Facebook, making it known to Reverb Nation people, making it known to you know, every social networking outlet that we have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and it takes more than just songs. It takes, you know, media. It takes your own media, I know. you know, no, video. I, think, I just, I want to compliment you guys. You do an amazing job. I mean, right before I even kind of knew of you guys, I just saw the name around a lot, and I'm like, oh, i got to check these guys out. I mean, I love the logo and everything. It was very catchy, and it always caught my attention in my eye. And actually, you guys were playing a couple of weeks ago at the Saint. I think it was, you might have been added to the bill, like, at the last minute. And it was on, on like, a really snowy That's weekend. Correct. yeah. Yeah, and I was, That's I saw correct. you guys, and I was, I knew um, Black Ocean, because I know, what's his name, Tim, uh, Louie from that. And I was like, oh, it looked like Tim there was Louis something. Tim Louie's awesome. Tim Louie's awesome friend of mine. He was, on my, he was on my show to promote his book, uh, When Shit Happens. Shit Happens, Shit happens. yeah. That's a great <laughs> yeah. book. So, no, I was so disappointed because I saw you guys. You must have been added at the last minute. The weekend, the weather wasn't great, and I was like, oh, looks like such a good bill of bands, but I definitely will catch you guys soon. 
<laughs> well, we're playing. Well, we're, we're playing there again. Um, March write it down. 17th. March 17th. We're Is that playing, the Saint uh, or the Stone Party? No, no, no. The... We're playing uh, the Saint Asbury Park. In March 17th? Was that the show that you were referring to? No, I was referring to the one a few weeks ago. Okay, right. in Asbury Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right so that's what I'm saying. You, you yeah. can catch us again. We'll be there March 17th. Okay. I will have to look that up. The day after Carson. Yeah, the day after our Starkiller Gen City Resolution 15 show and Dead Rocking Horse over at the Bowery Ballroom, which uh, if you look on Facebook, it's got like about 28,000 invites. Wow. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's, we're, you know, we're working pretty hard. We're trying to get the name out there without... You know, we thank everybody that's playing us on rotation that I don't even know that are playing us on rotation on internet radio, you know. So cool. that's been helping us a lot, too. We haven't been really he- hearing any feedback about it, but apparently it's happening. That's awesome. You, know, you guys should and, try to check and, out, Um, you, you should really try to check out the uh, satellite radio, too, Sirius XM. Oh, what you know, we're slowly but surely knocking on doors and knocking cool. down doors. You know? <laughs> Very so, cool. Yeah. So let's let's digress a little bit, and then we're going to check out uh, a couple of your songs tonight. Tell us a little bit, just kind of give us your background, kind of where are you guys originally from, and a little bit about yourselves growing up. How did you guys get involved in music, and any particular people who inspired you in your life? Mm, maybe I should answer this. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. It's sort of like I'm the medium between everything. So me and DC were friends, and we had a we had our own band about 20 years ago uh, on the Lower East Side, uh, you know, as well. And okay. um, me and Johnny Hawaiian knew me about that time, but DC and Hawaiian didn't know each other because DC uh, uh, Hawaiian was more like a, our singer was more in this band called Rosary Violet. So he okay. was already out there. They were doing that thing already. They were doing what we're trying to do now, you know, and, but, you know, Stuff happened, and you know, bada bing. So <clears throat> I met up with Johnny, and you know, I've always stayed friends with 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 DC after our old band broke up. We always chilled out and stuff like that. So me and Johnny couldn't find anybody to to play with us. They were like, "Well, do you have anything to listen to? Do you have any riffs?" Blah blah blah. We're like, "No, let's just go, you know, old school old school style. Go into the studio and, and jam." And you know, it wasn't like that anymore. <laughs> so. Um, DC met Johnny, and Johnny was like, "Why don't we just use him?" And there you go. We've been doing it ever since. We had two two original rhythm section players. Okay. <laughs> then we had the bass player from Candiria play bass for us for a little bit. Oh wow! And he's playing guitar now uh, in Starkiller. Okay. And uh, we we had a bit of a, re- a revolving door with the uh, with the rhythm section, but. Uh, <laughs> But now we're, we we're happy to, to that. say that we got that we got that taken care of. Um, we have uh, Dave Sussman and John Servo DeSalvo on drums, uh, who have been in the band now for you know just about two years, and um, they're also New York City guys. So we're all local from like the Lower East Side. Everybody okay. in this part of me. No, I said okay. Yeah, everybody's everybody's just like local guys from from you know. The old, uh, you know, I hate to say 80s, you know, sort of metal rock scene in New York City, but that's where we all know each other from. Um, you know, we're we're local New York City guys who, uh, 
you know, kind of got together again, you know, 20 years later and, and uh, <laughs> you know, trying trying to do now what we were doing then. Uh, and, cool. uh, you know, it's kind of working out this time around. That's awesome. In addition to the band, you guys, do you guys also hold down jobs or is the band just kind of your kind of the only thing you're doing right now in terms of career-wise that you wanted to? I would say it's uh, doing a little bit of both. Work. It's a little <laughs> bit of both. We we work. We know we, we you know we have our blue collars, but it's not okay. it's not uh you know by all means we're not weekend warriors. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So so you know that, with that with that said, it's eventually something we want to do as like full time as our livelihood. Yeah. Well, what's happening now too is that we're we're kind of because of how active we are and how much time we're spending doing this, we're at that mm-hmm. point where we kind of have to make that decision really soon as to, right. you know, whether we're going to pursue this full time or, you know, kind of, uh, you know, not. So we're at that point now where we're just, we're playing out too much, rehearsing too much, writing too much, where it's consuming, you know, obviously way more than 40 hours a week. Um, sure. and, and then We're working hard of, at it so we yeah, can, yeah. it can be a reality for it to be our livelihood. Exactly. Definitely. No, I mean, you guys are... Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I totally understand what you guys are doing, and I can appreciate it. And I think when you do what you're doing kind of from the ground up, you know, if it does get to the point where, you know, you decide you want to go with management or something like that, I think you can really appreciate more what goes into it, you know what I mean, versus someone just getting picked up and they really don't know what it's like kind of doing that grunt work and, and doing that ground Oh, yeah, I agree with work. you. We're going to appreciate you know what having I mean? somebody do a grunt work. No question. <laughs> yeah, you just really, well, we'll I mean. we want to. Definitely, yeah. definitely want to. So, so um, okay, so tell us about what's the meaning behind Pansy. How did you guys come up with this name? Uh-oh, this is, you just asked the wrong question. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. If you ask every, Remember, every on, guy I'm in this like, band. I'm a psychologist. Like, of course I'm going to be interested in the name. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no idea what you just got yourself into. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, go ahead, go ahead, Rocket. He, he loves well, answering this one the most, I think. Well, okay. you know, it's, it's, a, it's an irony thing. You know, it's like you you hear about uh, a band called Pansy making all this noise and everybody's saying they're great and maybe you don't know what to expect. Maybe you think it's some kind of glam band uh, or or some kind of, you know, freaky new world art project. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Listen, Hawaiian, Hawaiian is the one that came up with the name. And okay. we thought it was funny as hell. And the truth is, we we I don't think we intended on having that name long term. You know, we were still we were still rehearsing and writing tunes. We never thought okay. that anything would even come of this band. You know, nonetheless, start picking names for the band. So um, he brought it up at one of the rehearsals early on. We laughed, you know, and we were like, okay, whatever. Then then we. You know, we got our first show, and we were like, what are we going to do? And we couldn't agree on a name. But the one thing we could all agree on is that we didn't want to have, you know, like this sort of typical name, you know, like death killer or this, that, you know, like we didn't want to go there. We right. we wanted it to be sort of something a little bit different and maybe out of the norm and kind of quirky. So, uh, but, you know, the bottom line is we did a couple of shows with this name, 
um, not really intending to, and, and it only stuck because we couldn't agree on a different name. Uh, and then we actually, after probably after a year of playing, we actually were going to change the name because we were talking to, you know, management and stuff like this, and they were like, you guys are fantastic, but the name's got to go. So we really? you know, started questioning how, yeah, absolutely. We started questioning how far we can go with this name. But then a really ironic thing happened. We played a show, and we went for it. We finally agreed on the name. I don't even remember the name. And we put that on the flyer, and we put it, I think we put, like, you know, whatever the name was, and then formally Pansy. And all the people who had been following us up until that point kind of got pissed off. They were like, what are you guys doing? Are you crazy? Like, you know, that's a cool name. You guys own it. You know, and then we started thinking, like, wow, we kind of pulled off, you know, the impossible. You know, we took, you know, the lamest name in the world and made it cool, you know. Uh, so, needless to say, it just it stuck, and we were like, you know what, we're going to own it. We don't care. And, no, I think, uh, like I said, that was one of the first things that caught my attention was just the name. I thought it was so unique and different. I was like, wow, that's it just stood out. Like, you just don't forget it. So, I think you guys <laughs> were on to something from the start, even though it was a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I won't disagree with you. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Very cool. I love it, and, and it looks like it's working out well for you, so really cool. We, 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 we did so many things and came up with so many stories to make that name sound cool, and at the end of the day, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> That's why I say you ask everybody. They have different, you know, versions of what it really means. I don't know that it right. means anything. Well, you guys uh, are getting you know, huge. You guys are getting big, and I'm sure it's just a matter of time before you're really big. So you'll have to write a book just on the name, Pansy. That'll be funny. <laughs> I think there's enough material in there for that. There you go. Okay, so let's do this. Let's get to the uh, the album a little bit. We're going to check out a song, and then we'll come back and, and do more of the interview. So, I mean, personally, some of the songs I loved were Angry Man, uh, Jezebel, and Smooth. Those were really great tracks. I mean, everything on the album is awesome. But um, I really wanted to play, because you guys are promoting this as your hit single, All American. So tell us a little bit about this song, some of the meaning behind it, and then we're going to check it out. Go for it, Rocket. All right. Uh, well, All America is all about, uh, you know, us, um, the, how things have been going lately in the last couple of years about, uh, you know, the, the stock market's going down and people being broke and, it's basically a Patriot song that's sort of bitching about our patriotism and why we why why we put so much something so high when that thing that we put on a pedestal treats us so low. Gotcha. Very so, cool. Well, go ahead. Oh, I didn't know if DC wanted yeah, to say yes, yes, No, that yes, definitely yes. has a lot of relevance to what's going on today in the world. So really cool, and it's a great track too. Thank Let's you. I appreciate it. I wish we could have Hawaiian, you know, really on this interview because he's the one um, that solely writes all the lyrics. You know, we do all the music. He okay. does the lyrics. Some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. Um, you're, you're a psychologist, so you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can delve into it. I don't understand right. it. I never, I never even try to explain what his songs mean because sometimes I don't even get it. They're okay. definitely interesting, deep, they're dark, they're demented, and I love it. So, uh <laughs> We we got to get him back on 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 your show and and have him uh, tell you what some of these tunes really really cool. mean. 
Definitely in the future. <laughs> Definitely. All right, cool. So I'm going to put you guys on hold. We're going to check okay. out this uh, song, and then we'll come right back. Okay? All right. Thank awesome. you very much. Thank you, All right. Thanks. All right. Bye, guys. D.C. All right. Again, guys, you are listening to D.C. and Johnny Rocket from the amazing hard rock band out of New York City, Pansy. And we're going to check out their hit single, All American, right now, off of their album, Love and Blood. So please check out their album, guys. Download it. You can go to pansy.com. Check out an upcoming show with these guys. So let's take a listen to the song, and we'll be back in a moment.
All right, everyone, welcome back. Again, that was their hit single from Pansy, All American. It's just an amazing track. I can, can't even imagine the energy seeing these guys on stage doing that, so I cannot wait to get out to a show. So, again, please pick up their album, Love and Blood, and you can also uh, hear this along with many other phenomenal tracks off of that album. I want to do a couple of quick plugs uh, and advertisements for the show, and then we're going to get right back into the interview. So definitely want to give a plug to Flirt Energy Drink. It is an energy drink specifically formulated for a female athlete, and they're doing some more products right now. You can check them out at flirtdrink.com, and it's been an amazing uh, pleasure working with them. They use one of the songs off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, to endorse and promote the product. It's titled uh, Vanilla Skies, the song that they use. Also, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of comedy, so if you if you like edgy comedy, kind of Howard Stern type of stuff, these guys are going to be the next new thing out there, Davin's Den. Check them out. They're a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh at the same time, Davin's Den's the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. To watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or to learn more about the show, go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com. All right, let's bring these guys back and get into more of the interview. All right, yeah. guys, awesome song. Love that track. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very cool. It's uh, it's you know, it was one of the first songs that we ever wrote as a as a unit. So it 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 kicked pretty much pretty much ass, you know, when we started it, and it sort of grew. Um, I got to give the guy who produced the album, Stacey O'Dell, some credit. Uh, He's out in New York too, as well. Cool. And uh, Very we recorded cool. it in Brooklyn. So <laughs> nice. Well, I definitely want to get into the recording of it because the album is just—it's very well produced and mixed, etc. Before we do that, I want to before I forget, Nick uh, Rapid Fire is in the chat room right now from the yeah. Musicians Rot Network. So I wanted to That's definitely right. give a plug. Nick, Nick Rapid Fire is awesome. We love Nick. What's up, Nick? Yep. So he says hello to you guys, and I just definitely want to give a plug. Everyone out there. Check out the Musicians Rock, Rock Network. Network, TMRN. TMRN. You can check them out on Facebook. they got like over 20,000 uh, fans right now, and it just keeps growing and growing. So check them out. Yeah. And see. Yeah. Yep. Very cool stuff. So, again, Nick, great stuff you guys are doing out there for everyone and supporting people in the music industry. Yeah, man. He uh, loves Fancy, and I'm so happy about that because, uh, you know, he's he's he knows good music, so he's a stickler about it, you know. Yes, he is. I actually, it's funny. I met him, I guess it was like two to three years ago when I was uh, promoting my original album that I released. And I met him at a show. Gosh, where was it? He can probably remind me. Oh, my God. It was in Belmar. What's that place in Belmar? I can't think of the name right now. Uh, we, we, uh, Belmar. Mm. Uh, the Bright Bar? No, not the Bright no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of it. My mind is just not working right now. It's a big place that bands play a lot at. But anyway, I met him there, and he really liked what we were doing, and that's how we kind of uh, became friends and stuff, so it was cool. He's so, a fun um, guy. Yeah, definitely. Tell us a little bit about your, your musical style and the influences behind you guys, because you definitely have a unique, uh, different sound going on. Well, we, we we recently had somebody say that we were modern aggressive. Okay. We and we we that, get asked that question all the time, and you never know how to answer that because, you know, we've been listening to this music for a long time. You know, I mean, 
you have all these crazy, you know, titles for it, you know, new metal, hard rock, you know, old metal, British metal. I don't know. There's too many <laughs> names, titles. That stuff makes my head spin. Um, you know, I, you know, we, I think like a lot of other people, we grew up listening, you know, to Motorhead, Metallica, Sex Pistols, Ramones, um, right. you know, getting into some of the newer stuff, Maiden. So, I mean, we just, you know, we're not, you know, I'm not going to say how old we are, but we're not 18. Uh, but, um, so, so, I mean, we just we've been listening to this stuff and living it for such a long time that there's no way that that stuff is not just going to come out of us naturally, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you've got five guys with all of these influences, obviously each guy has like, you know, their favorite band and stuff. So I think, you know, we never set out to write a particular type of music. We set out to do music we liked and that we thought yep. sounded good. And yep. if it happened to turn out that it was different than it was and if it wasn't we were cool with that you know we like to think of ourselves like you know what take all your favorite albums you know put them together and that's pansy you know right we're we're not trying to write like you know reinvent you know rock and roll and start a new genre we just want to play good rock and roll something that rocks hard and and you know kicks butt so i mean those are our influences, you know, that's the stuff we listen to. It's, 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 you know, it's hard, it's heavy, it's aggressive, but yet it's like, you know, sophisticated and sexy, you know, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not trying to, you know, write, you know, crazy, like, you know, I, I just, we're not trying to write songs that fall into a particular, particular category, you know, just, right. You're not trying to you know, one song may sound like this, one song may sound like that. Right. You're not trying to be like kind of like a cookie cutter or replicate what's already out there. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Right. You know, but if, if if we write a tune and that kind of is what it sounds like, then we're cool with that too. You know, as long as right. we all feel good about what we're putting out, then that's that's good enough for us. Cool. Very cool. That's uh so let's go into a little bit talking about your album, Love and Blood, and give us uh, some information about the meaning behind this title for the album and, and how you guys came up with it. And then definitely let's get into the recording process and uh, who you guys worked with on the album. Can you take that, Rocket? Say that one more time. I you were breaking up. <laughs> okay. I was saying, let's talk a little bit about your album, Love and Blood. Give us some uh, information behind the meaning of it, how you guys came up with that concept and title. And then we're going to delve into a little bit of the recording process and some of the people that you worked with on the album. Okay, well, um, it took us about a year to finish up uh, the album Love and Blood, and uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put into it, mm-hmm. and a lot of love put into it. And you know, we had a couple. We lost a couple people. You know, like I lost my dad during the recording Aww. album. You know, recording the album. So did the producer towards the end. So you know, it's got a little bit of a special meaning. This album to us and. That's why we're trying to get it out, get it out there and get it out there fast and get it out there large and and, and hard, you know, and it, it was a process that took love and blood. Nice. I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your father and the oh, other people okay. that it's, had. It's, you know, one of those things that happen. We're all mortal. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, well, in, in the end, you guys put some amazing work, as you said, with your blood, sweat, and tears into this album and, you know, came out with an awesome product. 
So who did you guys tell? I know you briefly mentioned it when we came back from uh, the song. Who did you guys, where did you record the album? Who did you record it with? Tell us a little bit about the, the process behind it. I'll let Dave go on with that one. Okay. Yeah, well, um, we were, we were, we had a demo. We had, I think it was like a five-song demo that we had done ourselves, real low budget. And uh, we were circulating that throughout New York City. And, uh, you know, we had enough material for an album. And obviously that first group of songs wasn't recorded well. So, oh, so our brothers in Kill Code, another great band in, in New York City, um, cool. were working with a, with a producer, Stacey O'Dell. And uh, actually, Tommy from Kill Code hooked up with Hawaiian some way, somehow. And, and Tommy told Stacey, oh, you got to work with these guys. They're great. You know, so we met up with Stacey O'Dell. And uh, he works out of uh, Riverfront Studios in Brooklyn, in Greenpoint. So he heard the stuff, and he liked it. And he was like, I definitely want to get this stuff, you know, uh, you know, on a record. You know, but we still, we still needed financing. We still needed help. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a great uh, production company in New York City called Wendigo Productions, um, and they're basically, you know, sort of a grassroots small shop on the Lower East Side that is sort of committed and dedicated to helping local bands. And this is all they do, and they're awesome. They put, they promote shows, they put events together. So anyway, so she got on board as a uh, uh, Wendy Scripps got on board as the executive producer. So between honestly between Stacey O'Dell, Wendy Scripps, and us, we you know kind of made it happen. So uh, that's the short of it. Very cool. Yeah, I mean it was amazing. I mean in terms of were you guys involved with the mix of it at all, and uh, you know that type of stuff, or did you have different? People I mean we were we were very involved. Stacy nice. was the you know the the you know engineer and, and the producer, and we were we were highly involved. I mean we spent a lot of time with him. You know going over everything. Uh, so we definitely wanted to have, you know, sort of our hand in what the final product was going to sound like. So, sure. you know, it was, listen, like you said, it was, it took us a year to do. Um, and a lot of that was just trying to get the right sound. And, and you know, we worked on it. It wasn't like we went in there and, and we had the songs and they were recorded, you know, guy pressed record and, and, Right. It was what it was. We we spent a lot of time on the production of it. Wow, that's great. No, I mean, you really put good work into it, too. I think putting a year's worth in is, you know, a reasonable amount of time. You know, some people just want to go out there and put an album out in, like, a couple months or something. And, you know, it, it shows when you don't put that time and effort into it and really kind of, you know, take your time to kind of fine-tune it. So you guys really did yeah. a great job with that. I mean, we're, we're really, really fortunate because, you know, um, you know, everybody has limitations, and again, we're self-managed. So, you know, sometimes I think a lot of the bands want to do that. They just their financing is not there, and mm-hmm. they're forced to have to put something out that's, you know, I hate to say half-ass, but you right. know, they're, they're, you know, I don't think anybody doing this really wants to do that. But sometimes you just don't have a choice. I mean, our first demo is is god awful terrible. The songs are fantastic, but the you know <laughs> the production. We did it in a weekend, you know, but, right. you know, that's what was within our means, and and we made the best of it. But, you know, that helped land us the next step. So, you know, I, you know, we're, there's no regrets about having done that, um, obviously, but, but, you know, sometimes without the proper backing and stuff, you just, you know, it's hard to do things on your own. 
that's true. And I think the flip side sometimes those people get so excited. You know, like kind of young, newer bands are just so excited. They want to get something out there so the friends can hear it. And that's the other aspect I've seen people when they rush things, when they don't really need to, but they're just like, oh, we got to get something out. we got to do it now. So, no, I think I think you make two really oh, good Oh, I agree points. with you. I think you, you know? definitely take as, as, as much time as you can to put out right. the best product that you can. You know, people are only going to, you know, you only have one shot to make a first impression. Um, I know. You're right. You know, and that was that was Stacey's philosophy, you know. He was like, "This is not good enough." You know, there were times when we were like, "That's fine," you know, just put it down. And he's like, "No, we got to do it like, and we have to record the whole thing again." I'm like, "Dude, really?" <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he knows what yeah. he's doing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It was he was a godsend to us, you know. Still is. That's awesome. So, cool. Yeah. So let's. Yeah, he's the one. He's the one that sort of told us the, you know, the music. Well, for me, technically, he was the one. You know, Stacey was the one that told me, look. You know, you have great solos, but the music is better. And, you know, you need that solo to be there with the music, and that's going to be the difference between a good review and a bad review. And you know what? We had our first review, and they said something about that. And they, he was right. So, and they, and they applauded us for it. It was great. That's cool. No, that's really cool. So let's do this. Let's uh, Let's take a break and listen to the second song we're promoting tonight, which is Rock and Roll Hammer. So tell us about this track, and then we're going to also uh, check it out. Um, the best way I could say it without Johnny around, if you read the lyrics, is uh, uh, frustrating, tumultuous relationships. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. That is actually, uh, Rocket made a mistake. That is actually the first song we actually wrote as a band. Okay. Yeah, that, that is the real, first real first song. Yeah. So... Very cool guys. All right, let's uh we'll put you on hold and then uh we'll come back right after the song, okay? All right. Thank Thank you. You. All right. I'll be on okay. mute. I'm at work, so <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone, again, these guys are awesome. Pansy we're talking with right now. D C and Johnny Rocket. I still gotta ask him about that name. If it's his real name or if this is like a, a stage name or something. It's just too cool. But, um, okay, we're going to check out Rock and Roll Hammer right now. Again, this is off of their album, Love and Blood. So check it out and go to pansy.com, and we'll be back in a moment. Till I 
All right, everyone, welcome back. Again, that was Rock and Roll Hammer by Pansy, another amazing song off of their album, Love and Blood. And I want to give a plug right now. The chat room is actually booming. We've got a lot of people in here, so you guys are going to be really happy. So definitely want to give a plug to Black Ocean. Bill Cavallo from Black Ocean is in the chat room right now, and he's kind of going back and forth uh, with uh, Nick Rapidfire. We also have Brian Mattis and uh, a bunch of other people. Some of the people didn't identify themselves. So uh, join us in the chat room. You can also call in if you want to ask these guys a question at 805-243-1320. So let's bring them back on, and we'll uh, start getting into some more information about upcoming shows, where you can find these guys on social media sites, and ask them what some of their interests are outside of when they're not doing music. All right. All right, guys, you're back. Hello. Hello. Awesome song again. Really cool. you got tons of people in the chat room. They're going nuts here, too. It's cool. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So, um... What's up, all people? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, lots of people in there. And as I said, Black Ocean is in there right now. And, uh, oh, those yeah, are a bunch of other people. Yeah. We just, uh, we just, uh, did a show with those guys, um, Saturday night in Atlantic City. And it was, pardon me? Oh, Friday night at Atlantic City, and it was sick. It was all, We had such a great time with them. Oh, those guys are really, really fun to hang out with. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It seems like they. you do some shows with them before, too, because you were the ones uh, a few weeks ago. You did one with them at the Saint, too. So it's cool. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. That's correct. We're actually, we're actually kind of on a mini tour with them. We're doing a bunch of dates with the same lineup. The lineup is Black Ocean, Lower the Veil, Audio Machine, and we're trying to get Scarlett Carson on, but but uh, I, I think they're, they're going to be joining us as well. Um, cool. And it's, you know, we're just trying to figure out the details, but we're trying to take that show to a bunch of different cities, um, you know, uh, and so just, you know, sort of keep up on all the... Uh, you know, Facebook stuff will we'll alert you guys to uh, the shows as they come up. Sounds like a plan. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, I know you guys played, I read somewhere, with uh, Eve to Adam. Tell us a little bit about that show, because that's a really cool band for you guys to play with, and I was fortunate to have them on uh, probably sometime last year. They came on my show, and I know they're working on a new album right now. So tell us a little bit about that. Those guys are awesome. Um, I know. They're... Yeah, they're a New York City band uh, from Queens, and uh, they've been at it a little longer than we have, and okay. they've achieved, you know, a, a nice level of success, and uh, so they came back home. They did a big show with a really awesome turnout, and, uh, you know, they were gentlemen. They put us on a bill, and, you know, needless to say, the night was amazing. I mean, it was, uh, I think it was Gramercy Gramercy Ballroom, if I'm correct, and, uh, you know, sold out the night, place was packed, you know, I don't think they could get another person in there, and, uh, but moreover, they just knew how to treat the other bands, those guys, cool. being, they were really, really generous and super kind and giving, so, uh, you know, that's that's what it's all about, those guys are really cool in our book. Nice. Well, I think that's an important topic you bring up when you're talking about, you know, just how people treat each other and being respectful and being courteous. And, you know, what has been your experiences over the years in the industry? Have you found it 
more so than not that people are very narcissistic and they, they just kind of want to do their own thing and promote themselves and try to get ahead? Or, you know, have you been able to find bands that are supportive, like Eve to Adam, and, you know, will go out of their way and be, you know, good people to you? You know, I don't know. That's a weird question because <laughs> we, you know, we go through periods where right. everybody's treating us super cool and, and then we go, I don't know, you know, like where people or other bands start hating a little bit. And, right. you know, I, I don't know what it is, friendly competition. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, but um, do you see we've experienced a both things. I was going to say, do you see a pattern or theme when you guys start to progress and, you know, kind of make more of a buzz and your name is getting out there more, do you see a pattern that people will treat you differently, like maybe not so nice because maybe they're envious or they're jealous or has anything like that kind of struck you? We have felt that the very, very, very little success that we've had has definitely changed things a little bit. Um mm-hmm. You know, some for the better, some for the worse. But if, if if I sat here and told you that, yeah, everything's, you know, roses and, and, and everything's fantastic, I, I can't be too honest about that. You know, I wouldn't be being honest. But right. there's a little bit of it. There's a little bit of it. And it, it, it saddens us because, you know, we were and still, I think, are, you know, probably like the biggest promoters of, of local music and other bands. And uh, right. what's funny is, you know, we... The minute we step out of the city, we we feel that in other places as well. Now, I don't know if that's just because it's, you know, new and we're sort of meeting all these cats for the first time. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I wish, I wish, I think if we all help each other out, we'd all get a lot farther much quicker. Definitely. Definitely. And I think people can appreciate, and hopefully when people listen to the interview tonight, they'll be able to see, again, no pun intended, you know, all the, the blood, sweat, and tears you guys have put into this band, all the hard work you've done. This is not an overnight success. And I think, you know, hopefully people can appreciate that more when they hear you guys talking about kind of doing it yourself, you know, doing all this groundwork yourself. So, you know, so hopefully promote this show. We want to get people to learn all about Pansy. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I sure hope so. Yeah, are you still there, Johnny? I don't know. I think he dropped out. Oh, did he? <laughs> I don't know. This, He's not there. Is this your phone line or is this Johnny's? No, he phone? actually three-wayed me, so so I'm oh. not even I'm remote. Okay, he hold was on a second. Let me, uh, yeah, because no, I just have the one. I'm looking at my switchboard right now. It's just right, the one number. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Johnny, if you're not there, if you can try to somehow call back in, that will be good. But um, we'll wrap things up in a little bit anyway. But no, you're doing you're doing a great job, DC, with the interview. Tell us a little bit about what do you guys like to do outside of music? You know, we're, we're honing in so much on you guys as a band tonight, and people like to sometimes learn a little bit about uh, who you are outside of your music. So, is there anything interesting, hobby wise, or things like that that each of you guys do outside of music? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the majority of us do is. Okay. Um, we actually love riding motorcycles. Okay. So, um, Dave Sussman, uh, Hawaiian, and myself are both huge motorcycle nutheads. Um, so we enjoy that a lot, and uh, we also enjoy, uh, we you know, we collect vintage cars and, and restore them and, and wow. play with them. So we're like car and motorcycle guys, yeah. Okay. Um, and now with the cars so, and motorcycles, are you racing them or you're just 
just enjoying it, just doing stuff like yeah, that. Just enjoying them, just enjoying okay. them. That's all. Yeah, just you know, cruising, taking taking trips, you know, stuff like that. We're actually mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, all the dates that we're doing, um, you know, during the nicer weather because we're like, that's it. We're riding to all these shows. We're gonna get somebody to drive the stuff up there. So we're just <laughs> looking forward to. You know, riding around the country <laughs> cool. on our bikes and, and playing shows. You know, what's better yeah. than, you know, Harleys and, and rock and roll? Nothing. <laughs> oh, definitely. And while you're talking about shows, plug a couple of your, you know, upcoming ones. Of course, with people can go to pansy.com to see the whole the bill and the list of shows. Where are some of yeah, the recent ones I'm you have coming up? I forget, I forget oh, all okay. of them, but I, I, can tell you, I can tell you a couple of the, uh, the important ones that are coming up next. So, okay. I mean, we're playing... March 10th at the studio at Webster Hall, New York City. Um, We're actually playing with good friends of ours, Adam Strange. They're a local band that you guys should definitely be checking out. Um, And also Streetlight Circus, um, who's also a New York City band, but uh, those guys have been on tour forever. Um, Hmm. So we're playing with them. And uh, the uh, headliners that night are D.A.D. Do you remember those guys? Well, those guys... Rock D A D Dad, D A D. No, I'm not familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, they had they okay. had a bunch of hits like in the 80s and 90s. Uh, okay. So we're kind of excited about about that show because we're we're big fans of theirs. So cool. that's uh, Sunday, March 10th. Then we go to uh, what you know what we're calling our big 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 show on uh, Saturday, March 16th. Um, that's going to be at the Bowery Ballroom. Uh, we're playing. That is a 100% local band night um, at this room. So we're playing with Starkiller, Resolution 15, Gen City, and Dead Rocking Horse, all local New York City bands. So we're really, really excited about that to be in their company. Uh, That's at the Bowery Ballroom, March 16th, New York City. Cool. Well, then, let's see. Oh, then the next day is... Sunday, March 17th, we're back at the Saint uh, in Asbury Park, New Jersey, uh, playing with uh, Seas of Wake, and uh, we're opening for Scarlett Carson. We're kind of well, excited because... What, uh, what time do you guys go um, on, you think? What is the set in terms of what time does the doors open for that show? Um, you know, I'm not sure of the times, <laughs> but you should just, you know, go on our site, and I think we're going to, you know, kind of be... Sort of updating that as the, as okay. the days progress. Yeah. But, um, yeah, March Very 17th, cool. you know, with uh, Scarlett Carson, those guys are uh, local Jersey boys, and uh, they, haven't, they haven't played out in a while, I understand. There's been a, a little change in lineup for them. But uh, we're really, you know, stoked about playing with them. Uh, That's we actually cool. hung yeah, out with funny. them in Atlantic City. That's funny you said that because I hadn't heard. I know that I had heard a lot about them, and, you know, unfortunately I never had them on my show. But, um, yeah, I did read something a few days ago, and I was like, huh, yeah, I haven't heard about these guys in a while, and I did see. I thought there was definitely a lineup change or, or a change in members. So, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're back. Right. They're back hard. Oh, is Johnny back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, um, we yeah, thought you just good. dropped off. We're like, where did Johnny go? <laughs> Sorry about that. You literally, You literally are a rocket. You just kind of, like, sped off. So real quick, is that your real name? Is that your real name, Johnny Rocket? Well, or is this um, a stage name? It's uh, it's actually the real name of a burger place, but I spell it a different way. So, Carrie, uh. <laughs> Carrie, you, you know our mamas didn't name us that. 
I actually <laughs> dubbed the DC. He won't admit it, but. So what's your what, and what's your what's your, what's your can you give your real name? Or do you just want to stick with your? Well, let's patient. just say my middle name is Pedro. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it? Pedro. <laughs> he's Pedro. Just, he's okay. just making fun now. Yeah. He's just all right, Johnny. Yeah. I'll let you stick with your Johnny Rocket. I like it though. Yeah, it's cool. Well, you guys all have great Johnny, names. Though. It's definitely Johnny though. It's definitely my <laughs> real name. My first name. Cool. Uh, please plug some sites. Uh, why don't you do that, Johnny? DC was going through a whole roster of upcoming shows for you guys. So plug some of your social media sites and where people can find you guys. Well, um, you know what's cool? We, we have um, we're at we're at com. That's p a n z i e dot com. Uh, it's got our album there, which is yet to be released. It's unofficially released, meaning. You could get it via show as a physical ah. CD. We are okay. actually in in the process of in another month. It's going to be distributed in uh, a lot of digital media outlets. So it's, it, it's, it's on the way out baby, there. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. almost there. We're almost there with that. It's been unofficially out for a year, but you know, just people in the New York and New Jersey area are really, you know, used to that, you know, but people outside of the area, like South Jersey, where you're from, and, uh, you know, down in Delaware, and down in, you know, our our, our PDS crew down there, and, uh, you know, in Philly, and even parts of, uh, even parts of Mass, you know, everybody's catching on, and the radio plays there, but, like, you know, major radio play, I mean, doing that kind of stuff, going regional, that's great, so pansy.com, um, cool. If you go to our YouTube, Pansy Rock and Roll, it's got a list of all of our um, uh, social media sites, like our website. You know, it has our YouTube, it has our Facebook, it has our uh, Twitter, it has our MySpace, it has a Reverb Nation, and it, you know, it has our Eventful, our Hour Stage, every media outlet you think about, we're on it. Nice. So, and you work hard with the marketing and you promoting. Can, you, can, you can find us just about anywhere, but the easiest thing to do, go onto our website, and we have links that there. you can connect with us, you know, via Facebook, via Music Twitter. videos, the, al- the album is streamed there, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. That's cool. And I typed your name into Google, so... If anyone wants to go to Google, too, you guys had tons That's of... That's great, you know, too. That, 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 that happens as well. You Google us, bam, yeah. you're there. So, oh, yeah, that's how I did some and, of my research um, also, on you guys. Also, we want to plug the New York Waste. The New York Waste has been a big uh, promoter of ours and uh, a couple other friends. Dave, you know anybody else? Uh, you know, the Kill Code guys out here, uh, the Star Killer guys we're playing with, you know, uh, uh, really, really, really good stuff happening out of here in New York that needs to get out of New York and start showing the rest of the, the, rest of the nation that, you know, rock and roll is still alive and, you know, don't let the music industry dictate, you know, what to like and what's on, what's out there. You know, we like, uh, you know, like what Dave said before, we play like we play what we want to play and what we want to hear, you know, and basically that's what it is. It's it's a cultivation of it's a cultivation of everything that's been pent up in our young minds for the past 20 something odd years. And, you know, we put it we put it when we apply it, it comes out the way it comes out, which is our way. So, and that's Definitely. what separates us. Very I just cool. want to add that if anybody wants to get their hands on, you know, our album, just Facebook us, you know, send us a message, and we'll link up with you and make sure that you get one until 
you know, it's available on iTunes and all that stuff. Yes. All right, that sounds great, yes. guys. Now, you guys did an amazing interview tonight, and uh, I wish you much continued success. I'm sure we're going to be hearing Thank a lot you, about Jerry, you guys. We, we do for you, too, as well. Thank you very much for having us on yeah, here. Jerry, no, I want to see your band. <laughs> well, well, I'm play a song, what, what kind of stuff are you doing? What kind of well, stuff kind are you of, doing? We'll have to talk off the air because I'd love to. I'm looking to do some featured artist work. So if you guys can ever incorporate a female vocalist, I love hard rock. Um, the stuff that I did though when I put out the album, it was more, let's say, very commercial, radio friendly kind of modern rock with a pop, with a hint of pop to it. So think like right. you know, like an Evanescence, a Paramore, an Avril Lavigne, like that type of a style. Oh, that rocks. But, yeah, it's good. But I mean. Personally, my, I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Red. Um, Red is a huge band right now. I love those guys. So if you ever get a chance, just check out some of their stuff. I just, stylistically, that's the direction I'd love to go in as a female vocalist. Awesome. But, I'll check that out. Yeah. Red. Yeah, Red cool. is really good. I think you guys will like it. Definitely. Cool, cool, cool. But, Thank um, you for turning this on. Yeah, but yeah, if you, ever have a, if you ever have an opportunity for a female vocalist to be featured, I'd uh, love to do something with you guys. Oh, that's Ooh, awesome. We might, we might have just the opportunity for you. I'll talk to you off air about it. Ooh, yeah, definitely stay on the line. Okay. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> well, what I'll do is I'll send you um I'll send Johnny my number too, and I'll send you a CC, and you guys can give me a call or something. Okay, Fantastic. awesome. All right, That's great. We can so send you, you over. You know, you got uh, the MP3s already, so you know we really yeah. appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, now you guys did an amazing job, and I can't wait to meet you in person and see a live show. Likewise, Carrie. Thank you very okay. much for having yeah, us. Yeah, and guys, Thanks keep promoting so the podcast because I'm telling you. My podcast do great. So you're going to get, if you and I keep promoting it, you're going to get tons of listens. All right? Cool. Cool. cool All right. Cool. <laughs> definitely. All right, definitely. guys. Thank you so much. Definitely. And I, I look you, forward Carrie. to uh, seeing the you guys soon. The Carrie Edelman Show Rock. <laughs> yeah. And we are Yeah. Just remember us. We'll be back. Okay. Definitely. We'll have you back on soon. Okay. Thank you, Mama. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, again, the Hard Rock Band Pansy, awesome band, great interview. So if you tuned in late, once the show is over, the podcast will be available. So please download it, stream it, and keep spreading the word about these guys. Definitely wanted to give a plug to the Talent Spotlight magazine, and I highly recommend Pansy checks out this magazine. I do some writing for them. I've also been featured in it. Go to talentspotlightmagazine.net. Jessica Gilbert is amazing. She does some really good, thorough, intense interviews on musicians and artists and photographers. So please go to talentspotlightmagazine.net. It's actually international. She's actually at Spain. So uh, the magazine really gets a lot of uh, publicity and attention. So again, please, if you have a Twitter page, follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also become a fan of The Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash The Carrie Edelman Show. It will have all the updates of upcoming shows and events that I have on the show. And I have two personal pages on Facebook. Unfortunately, one's maxed out, so I started the second one. So I love to keep in touch with people, so please find me and uh, befriend me on the personal page. And uh, we're going to close the show tonight with the title track off of my album, Leave It All Behind. Again, if you like what you hear, again, these guys are much heavier than me, uh, check it out. You can go to iTunes, Amazon Music, um, Napster, and any of the major digital sites to check out the album. It's a full-length album with 10 songs on it. As I said, kind of modern rock, pop-ish, uh, very radio-friendly stuff. I wrote all the uh, lyrics, vocal melodies, etc. 
Okay, so everyone, have a great night. Thank you again for tuning into the show. And we will be back probably next week. I haven't uh, solidified the interview yet, but you can keep checking on my Facebook pages, Twitter, and different sites for upcoming interviews. All right, thanks again, everyone, and have a great night. And check it out. Leave it all behind. <laughs>